We're all about turning a crappy situation into something positive. A quarter million dollars of credit card I debt. I still remember the day when no one turned out. Throw it in the garbage and start from scratch. I could give myself a chance, so I started something. I mean, I think that counts as from poop to gold. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to From Poop to Gold. I'm Daniel Harmon, Chief Creative Officer at Harmon Brothers, and your host. And my special guest today is Josh Felber. Welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. And for some context, for those of you that are watching, we are on his set today doing the podcast with him. We just did one with him earlier, um, but uh, his podcast is Making Bank. Right. You are number six on iTunes. I was in December. You were in yes. December. That's amazing. Still, we'll take it in December. A lot of fluctuation here and there. <laughs> sure. Time. And then number five in business as yep. well, and that was in January. Correct. And then you have over 6 million minutes consumed every month on YouTube. Yes. Which, that's that's amazing. And then you're also CMO of Primal Life Organics. Right. And did I hear right that you're headed into Walmart with some products? We are, yeah. We're rolling out in the Walmart that's here. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. Let's talk a little bit about kind of your story. Sure. Your, your backstory. You're obviously an entrepreneur and stuff, and, and uh, your wife is an entrepreneur as well. Um, anyway, you want to give our audience a little bit of a taste of that? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, so I got started as an entrepreneur somewhere around 13. I call that my real entrepreneurship because I had grass cutting businesses and I kind of grew up in a rural area. So baling hay and oh, okay. all those yeah. kind of Farm things. Farm boy like me. But yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had horses and everything. But uh, my real entrepreneurial business started uh, right around 14. Um, my dad had bought a Commodore 64. So if you or similar to my age, you'll know okay, what that is. Yeah. And I'm not, I don't, rem- well, I remember the name. But I'm 46, I- <laughs> so. <laughs> um, and I was like, man, they, they were coming out with this new computer. It was the Commodore Amiga. So it was this okay. real high graphics machine and everything, kind of like what Mac is today. Okay, yeah. Back then. And uh, I was like, man, I really want one of those. They were $800. I was like, okay, I only have like $450 saved up. I'm like, how, there's got to be a better way I can buy this. So, like, some research, I figured, oh, there's wholesale accounts and distributors and all this. Mm. So, I called the company, got all set, and it, you have to, like, call on a big phone with a long cord yeah, and all this stuff yeah. and, you know, mail in your application. And so, finally, I got set up. I was the first Commodore Amiga dealer in my area. Wow. And so, that's what kind of got it started. And all my friends were like, hey, I really want one of those. I'm like, well, great. I can get you a good deal on it. And so, I'd give them a discount. They would buy it. And then my dad and I started going to little, like, computer users groups. And back then, there was these things called floppy disks. Mm-hmm. And you can store way more on your phone than you could on those back in the day. <laughs> and so I'd buy those for, like, three cents and sell them for 20 or 30 cents. In. And so people would buy, like, 50 and hundreds of these at a time. And so that kind of what got it all started. And reading Tony Robbins, Unlimited Power, uh, Awaken the Giant, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich when I was 14. Mm. That kind of like got all the creative juices and all the entrepreneurial uh, goals and things things all set and just kind of applied that throughout my life. Um, Owning 15 different companies since I was 14. Some successful, some not successful, some failures in there and everything. And um, now today, uh, having Primal Life Organics, which is our uh, health and wellness company and, uh, and everything. So it's, it's been a fun journey. And uh, my wife over the last, well, since 2012, has become an entrepreneur as well. She has a whole nursing background. And uh, my three kids are all little entrepreneurs and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So. so cool. So um, also making bank. Tell me a little bit about the backstory there. Sure. Uh, so making bank was started um, probably a little about four years ago now. 
I, so I'm an introvert. I hate being on camera. Uh-huh. Just like wow. <laughs> so like Boy, me, <laughs> you're, you're in for a rude awakening. <laughs> me, me, like wanting to like being encouraged to go shoot like a video podcast was the first a little tough. Uh-huh. And then uh, you know, and then I, I got encouraged. You know, kept wanting to do it. And it was for somebody I knew. They were launching kind of like this video network and everything. Like, oh, come on, we'll help you out with it. So I started doing it with them, and shortly, like after, probably six months after, I was getting just as many video views as they were. Mm-hmm. And so then all of a sudden, then they wanted to start charging me for it. I'm like, well, hey, I can go do this on my own. I don't need to pay somebody for it. So I started doing it all on my own um, <clears throat> and didn't really know what I was doing, but it was taking me 20 or 30 hours a week, like from the time I would shoot it to editing to getting yeah. it out there and all the content. So quickly, I'm like, man, I mean, this has got to either go or I got to figure out a better way. So I created this whole automation sequence to reduce it from 30 hours a week to like five hours a week. Okay, yeah. And so, and I've kind of always never really worried about that. And then somebody one day, probably like six months ago, was like, hey, you need to like show us how you do it and create a whole course. So we're launching a course here shortly that teaches you how to automate your podcast and cut it from 20 to 20 hours a week to five hours a week. Obviously, the theme of this podcast is from poop to gold, right? Um, And so we always ask a question about a time in your career when you ran into a really crappy situation (laughs) and you you were able to turn it into something great or something positive. Sure. Do you have an example of that? There's probably a few of those. Yeah, let's see. Um, So one of the companies uh, that I used to own um, part of was uh, called Slim Mint. So we came up with these Altoids um, style type uh, that had uh, natural weight loss ingredients in it. Okay. And so um, we had never, um, I'd never gone into retail or anything like that. And so my job was to get these in retail. Mm -hmm. And so like it was calling these retailers day after day, sending them emails. Mm -hmm. And this was um, 2002, Okay. Yeah, 2003, right in there. So uh-huh. way back when the internet was early and everything, yeah. and um, we were selling them using like PayPal off of like a one-page website and everything. And so um, it, it probably took like a solid year of like calling retailers and never getting one phone call ever returned oh, wow. or email back. Oh, wow. And, you know, we're just like, do we give up? Do we keep going and everything? And... Um, just kept making the calls, and finally we got a call back from a retailer. Like, hey, we'd love to meet with you. Uh huh. And so it was that. It just took that one meeting set up to now. All of a sudden, we started getting more phone calls returned, more emails back. We started going to trade shows, getting in front of retailers, and then in two thousand five, end of two thousand five, we ended up selling the company to uh, another supplement company uh, oh, that wow. bought us. But we ended up getting in over forty five thousand retail stores. So we were at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS. Uh, pretty much anybody you can name out there. Yeah. And uh, it, it took grew into a pretty quick brand after that. Wow. So so a full year before you got oh, a callback. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, so do you think you, during that process, that you were able to um, kind of modify your, your pitch and your message over time a lot? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I mean, looking. it's not like I had never done direct sales right, or anything before, but right. it's just totally different. You don't know who the buyers are half the time. Yeah. You know, you don't, they're always switching, and you're calling in, so you're getting multiple screened before you even can get to who the buyer is. Yeah. And so then, you know, we had to be creative and just 
trying to dig out and find out who it is, try to find other buyers who can kind of like get up that buyer's name. And once you kind of have it, then you can start sending them. We, we would send them FedEx packages every week with our samples. We would send them emails every week. We would phone call them every week. And every angle you could. Every angle. So we kind of had multiple attack points to try to get in front of them. And then you get the first domino to fall. Right. And then it's the matter of just building the momentum after, after that. After that, for sure. That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, so talk to me a little bit about kind of your creative process as like an entrepreneur. Sure. Um, like what are, um, what, what helps your creative ju- juices flow? Man, for me, um, it's weird. So I'm an INTAJ. So kind of that Myers-Briggs. Is, okay. So it's kind of like the, I guess somebody was telling me the other day, it's like the mastermind of thing, like mm-hmm. type person and everything. And that, and they're like, oh yeah, you like, you do your best creative thinking when you're in the shower, whether you're, or when you're working out yeah. and it comes to you in those weird times. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it could be, I could be out going out for a run. I could be in the middle of working out okay. or jumping in, you know, just jumping in the shower. All of a sudden like that, it hits you like, oh wait, this is what we could do here. Boom, boom, boom. And then all of a sudden like this whole plan just yeah. domino effects and folds out and everything. Yeah. And so it's like, all right, I got to remember it. Got to go over and get to my recorder, try to record it real quick or type notes in my phone really fast. Um, so like when I run or something, if it comes up, I'll just like, if I have my phone in my pocket, I'll just quickly pull it out and do like a voice memo yep. or something and try to capture, capture that. some of those ideas yeah. and everything. I'm very similar where <laughs> I've noticed the pattern is when my mind has an opportunity to take a break mm, right. from the idea and just basically not be obligated to think about it. Sure. Then that's all of a sudden when that flow comes. And so the same thing in the shower, I actually have, um, on Amazon, you can buy these shower notes uh, what? that you can stick to. The, no, seriously. <laughs> really? Yeah, that you can stick to the side, like okay. stick it on the tile. Right. It's got the suction cups and stuff, but it's a um, it's a paper that doesn't like uh, go gross and stuff in the shower, and then it's got a pencil <gasps> shower with notes. it. Yeah, I, I think it's called shower. Anyway, if you just Google it. Yeah, yeah, if you Google it. And then you <laughs> can literally awesome. just write it right then yeah. so you can capture it. Anyway. Super cool. I got that actually from one of our uh, comedian writers. Oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> That's you, great. Feel free to run with that Yeah. One. But yeah, so for you, it's all about giving your mind an opportunity to take a break. Definitely, yeah, because okay. it's always engaged all the time with different stuff and trying to move things and find the best way to strategically position things. And so, yeah, giving it that break will help it like pick up that flow. Let me ask you this. Three tips you would give for people trying to build a podcast. Like what are, oh, wow. what are three keys to success for you? Three keys for, to success. For building up Making Bank. So for me, one was I didn't really care if people listened or not. Okay. I just, I did it and I followed a consistent schedule. So every okay. week I always put out a new show. Every week, I've, I never even looked. Like probably for years, I never even looked if somebody listened or watched. Wow. And so it was just more about the process, enjoying the process. Okay. Enjoying um, connecting with the guests and learning. Okay, yeah. Le- I would learn I love that way more. Yeah, yeah, way more than, okay, cool, wait, I had five people listen, or I had 100 people listen, or I had 10,000 downloads. Yeah. I never really cared. Yeah. So finally one day, I was like, oh, well, let me just go to my YouTube channel, and I'm like, oh. All right, I think it was YouTube sent me an email, like when you hit a certain thing, they're like, hey, you've had this many minutes consumed this month, last month. And I'm like, what? Is that right? <laughs> so in the back, I'm like, wait, people are listening. Okay, I guess I got to be a little bit more real about this. Not that I wasn't. It was just so one. It's like it's <clears throat> like dating. You play hard to get, and then <laughs> yeah, I don't care. Maybe that's what it was. I don't care what the kids are. And then I don't people know if you just care to go out with me. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
Um, so yeah, what I mean is, so I would just do it for love. Do it for the love of what it is. Whether uh-huh. it's you learning the information, whether it's you connecting and networking with those people. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's almost like they say, you know, like, oh, you know, don't care about the views and the likes and the comments, that kind of a thing. Yeah. You know, use it as a tool to improve your content. Yeah. But not like, oh, you know, oh man, I feel bad because I only got three likes today or, you know, yeah. whatever that may be. Yeah. So um, that was, I would say, would be number one. Um, two, definitely figure out a way to streamline the process. Yeah. Um, because there's so many people that are starting podcasts. It's like, you know, and it's being like, that's the thing now. Start a podcast. Yeah. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about it like, hey, voice, voice, voice. Yep. You know, that's where it's going. And Right. Number two enables number one, right? Correct. You got to get the regular content out there, right? That you just like and like that process. And number two, get a process down. A process will enable down. you to do yep. number one. Okay. And so mine cool. was just figuring out how I could cut that time frame from that twenty to thirty hours a week to as low as possible, so five to seven hours a week. So okay. I wasn't like heavy lifting all along the journey. Okay. And and then the third would be, uh, I think for me too, is just part of it. So I don't have set questions. Yeah, and I know a lot of other get hosts do and things like that. But um, what are you saying about me, John? <laughs> <laughs> no. So for me, it's more kind of like I, I try to. I, I started out like that, yeah. but then, then like, man, I really kind of like the natural flow because if I'm, I'm, I'm set in these say these five questions throughout the whole thing, but you said something amazing that didn't fit in those five questions, yeah. and I want to go down that path. Yeah, it kind of keeps me constrained, and I think. For some people, it's good, and you have to figure out what style works best for you. But for me, it was allowing kind of more of that natural conversation, yeah, and then it. what those interests that peak throughout that conversation, and then kind of head down that path. Yeah. So those fun. are like the three big things I think that worked for me really well. That's awesome. Love it. So let's <laughs> let's shift gears for a second and talk a little bit about networking. You're obviously connected sure. with a lot of great people. Um, what's your approach to networking? Right. Uh, yeah. What's What's your mentality towards that? Because you. Have a, have a lot of great connections as we as we talked about, but yeah, any any tips for they have there? So for me, I guess the big thing for me, and it have I think I applied it to my life when I was little was uh, relentless, and I don't have that fear of. Okay. I'm not like worried about like, oh, should I reach out to this person okay. or whatever. I've never had that. I mean, the I'll, fear of rejection is fear of rejection. There. Yeah, I don't have that. And right. I don't know if I, which is why you went got, for a year without closing a deal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's still amazing. stuck around. It still stuck around. and made it work. Okay. Right. Cool. Um, and I think that too is what's always provided the drive behind the different entrepreneur ventures. Because I've never gone to an entrepreneurship or a business that I've owned and been like, man, is this going to not succeed, or am I going to mm-hmm. fail, or when challenges come up? Like I don't actually even see that it doesn't. It's not in my does not view. compute. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't compute. So that's awesome. When I've networked and reached out to people, I just I'll find a way and direct message them. Yeah, whether it's online, um, and especially initially when I was launching the podcast, I didn't worry about. It. I just reached out like, hey, got this. Think you'd be an amazing guest on it. You know, here's how you could help all these people. Mm-hmm. That was always my approach. Yeah, you know what they could do to help all these people. Yeah, and you know and. I mean, I've not had one person really say no other than two different people I've requested. It wasn't the right timing. They weren't shooting interviews okay. that year and that kind of a thing. Um, but I'll circle them back with them this year to yeah. get them on and all that. That's but um, I would say not worrying about rejection, um, figuring out what, like everybody, a lot of people want to help other people. Yeah. And they want to provide value for other people. Yeah. So if you cannot make it about you and figure out like what, 
the how person has and how they can help other people, so meaning your audience or yep. whoever that may be, it resonates with a lot of people. And yeah. they're like, oh, man, this is amazing. Here's how I can really help them succeed or help these other people succeed. And it really makes that connection, um, I think, internally with them and everything overall. So I love that. I love that just as a core principle, just... In general, life is so much better when you're outwardly focused rather than inward, right? right? And it's not, a, it's not all about you. It's not all <laughs> right. about me, right? It's about other people around us. And, and it's such an indirect way of getting happiness, but it's just a true principle, right? Sure. Oh, yeah. Um, so talk to me, if you can, about anything cool coming up that you are sure. super excited about. Man, anything cool. Um, so... I mean, there's always a lot of cool stuff, but <clears throat> so my kids, one of the cool things with my kids is they've all become entrepreneurs. Oh, and yeah. one of the things that we decided to do when they were really young is always integrate them. And so not trying to find balance in life is so when you try to find balance, you're always kind of teetering. So yeah. one thing's always going to get more than yep. the other at some yep. point. So we thought, okay, well, how can we integrate them in everything that we do? Whether they want to be entrepreneurs someday or not, whether they want to be doctors or lawyers, whatever, that yeah. doesn't really matter. But integrating them in so they're part of what we do and can enjoy the process and the experience. And, yeah. and it's been really cool because, um, I mean, my daughter started her company called Paleo Pets. So she makes okay. all natural pet care products. She's only 10. Okay. Um, but sells them all cool. direct to consumer off of her website. Wow. My boys are eight. They're twins. And they're starting a natural gum company. That's awesome. Like the only natural gum that doesn't have sugars and all this other crap in it. And they've got to meet... My, it took my one son to meet Gary Vaynerchuk a few months back yeah. um, and hang out with him in New York when we went to New York and stuff. And mm -hmm. another one to another mastermind, and he got to meet all these people. So I think it's just, it's just super cool to be able to find and figure out ways to integrate your family and what you're doing every day to, you know, whether it's your business, whether it's um, just, you know, having that time to connect with them and everything and, you know, helping them see a bigger vision and a bigger picture than just, you know, at home with their friends or whatever it may yeah. be. And we, so, and we homeschool all of our kids. I was going to say, and, they're doing all this stuff. They sound like they're homeschooled kids. They are. I homeschool and, my kids. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, you know, and, it's, and people always say, well, That's you awesome. know, are they personable and blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. And I'm like, I go, you wouldn't even know. Like, they, like, are so outgoing. Like, they'll roll up. And, like, my one son, when we were at an event in October, um, Genius Network, he was walking around and found, um, like, ClickFunnels. They had these socks, these uh -huh, free socks. Yeah. So he'd walk up, grab a box of six for free, and start selling these at $10 a pair. He made almost $400 in 48 hours at this event. He's that's, only eight that's out amazing. of the blue. And so it's who's super gonna cool. Who's going to say no to a kid that's like right. $10 for that's, a pair of socks? Yeah, that's right, you know, uh -huh. selling, selling stuff. Uh -huh. so. Yeah, that's um, so awesome. So, you know, just, you know, providing that encouragement, getting them out of their normal everyday environments and, you know, doing some really cool stuff. That's um, so really great. from a personal side, um, from a business side, um, our health and wellness company, Prime Life Organics, we're launching into retail this year. Um, we're rolling out to Walmart, Whole Foods, Sprouts, and everything in 2019 here. And that's awesome. Um, you know, with our that's a big breakthrough. Tooth powder, Whole and everything, Foods, so. Sprouts, Walmart, all that. That's yep. that's awesome. So that's great. I love what you're doing with your kids. I've actually told my kids. I'm, I, I've said so. Any of the stuff that we buy at Costco. Like that's hundreds and hundreds. It's over a thousand dollars a month. You know, I see oh, yeah. kids that we're, that we're paying towards groceries. I'm like, I'd much rather that money go to you. Sure. <laughs> and so I said, if you can make bread, I will pay you for the bread, the same price that I pay Costco. <laughs> yes. But then you will have a skill, and you'll be doing it yourself. And they're going that's for cool. it. And so they're learning to make like natural, like 
for like sourdough fer- fermented That's bread. Awesome. It's, it's probably so, way better too than Costco. I, I, I'm well. We're gonna get there. <laughs> <laughs> Once I'll, they get the I'll right recipe there. figured <laughs> out, it's like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, anyway, so I, I love that you're getting your kids involved in entrepreneurship. And that's one of the main things I'm like, I've got to teach my kids to be editors, right? Yeah. That's just a really great, <laughs> great skill to have as a, as a filmmaker. But um, where should our audience look you up? Where should they follow you? Yeah, definitely. Um, so joshfilber.com okay. is my main site. Um, you can access Making Bank from there. Um, I'm pretty active on uh, Instagram, Josh Felber, um, yeah. Facebook, same thing. Um, Twitter and everything. So any of those social platforms and uh, primallifeorganics.com is our health and wellness company. Awesome. Okay, I've got a gift for you for coming on our podcast here. (laughs) Awesome. This is a copy of our book from Poop to Gold. But then there's also these uh, Unicorn Gold from Squatty Potty, (laughs) which is a toilet spray. And then there's um, Taos. Oh, yeah, these are awesome. This is a new um, client of ours. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I love their bars. Yeah, super cool. Thank you very much. much I appreciate it. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you. And thank you guys for listening. Be sure to follow, like, comment, share, all that good stuff. And we'll see you on the next one.